All right, guys, welcome back to another FYFT episode of the Salumas podcast. It's actually the first one that we're doing of 2021, and I'm just pumped for this. Uh, So if you've never heard of FYFT, that stands for find your fucking thing. And finding your fucking thing is whatever it is that gets you up in the morning, that gets you loving life, that keeps you going no matter what is going on in your life. Uh, For some people, we are lucky enough to have it. And there's other people that don't have it yet, but are looking. But as long as you're on the path, you're you're understanding the process of finding your thing, it'll eventually come to you. And maybe your thing is the process itself, but that's what this discussion is about. And I wanted to center this talk that I have with our guest uh, Spence here on one question. And that question is why me? And I think that a lot of people sometimes whenever things are going wrong in life, we wonder why me? And whenever there's some kind of a challenge, we'll ask that question of why me? And that's what I brought to him. And in this discussion, we start off with that, but we go into many different areas. And through that, we get an idea of Spence's thing, Uh, Spence's fucking thing. (laughs) Either way, it still sounds inappropriate. Anyway, I hope you all enjoy this one. I wanted to keep this one in the same way that we do our uh, sausage making episodes. If you remember those from long ago where we're in an area and it's not edited, it's not changed up in any way, shape or form. It's just the mic sitting there inside of exactly where we are, which is his restaurant. And we're just recording some content. So I hope you guys like that. And as always, if you have any sort of feedback, don't hesitate to reach out. All right, let's get to it. The theme kind of that I'm going for is it's going to be centered around a question. So first of all, our FYFT stands for find your fucking thing. Mm-hmm. So that's just whatever it is that makes you tick, what, what gives you life, anything right. like that. It doesn't have to be this restaurant. This, there's right, right, right. typically, whenever we do things like this, a lot of people learn that there's something bigger that's that's at play before before right. what we're actually, before what we actually came to talk about. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I wanted to start the year off and just find someone who was cool, you know? And right. so I, when I texted you, um, I was literally just driving and I was like, this question popped up and it was just, why me? Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of different ways that you can take that question of why right. me? And so I just want to get your take on it and then see how this, that question has kind of led you to where you are today. So let's, let's go with it. Why <laughs> yeah, you, dude? Yeah. Why me? Why me? Um, you know, the first thing that kind of pops in my head when I hear why me was the night before I opened up my first restaurant. Mm. I personally felt bigger, and I know this sounds crazy to most people, and especially, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. but because we have had a little bit of success um, doing it, I did not want to do it. Mm. I, I felt bigger than the pizza boy. Yeah. That's the way it felt to me. Yeah. I felt like I had more to offer the world. I felt like being stuck in a um, chain pizza restaurant you know, all the derogatory things that I could come up with was yeah. what was what was floating in my head the night before I opened this restaurant. Um, and full disclosure, I, I cried like a baby to mm. my mom. I Did said, you? Oh, yeah. The night yeah. before I opened. So this is not for me. I, it felt pressed. I wasn't in a good place mentally. And, it, and in a lot of ways, it felt like my parents were just kind of pushing me into a venture to get me some kind of responsibility hmm. in a way and for me i didn't 
in a lot of ways why I'm an entrepreneur is because I don't be like told what to do. Mm. And so the days before, now I've learned to humbly, humble myself, and I think that's probably where this podcast is going, but the night before I felt bigger than, than Donato. So I was obviously asking myself the question, why me? Yeah. Why am I? Why, why am I in this position? Mm. I never saw myself here. I never saw myself pursuing anything in the restaurant industry. I had done a lot of other things, um, but sports was like my, my thing. Like yeah. it's what gave me my platform. Um, you know, playing here locally at Bowling Green uh, at Warren Central in Bowling Green, um, and then moving to IMG Academy, which mm-hmm. was a big deal. Yeah, Florida. Yeah, yeah. yeah and down in Florida. And, uh, and then coming back to my hometown and walking on and playing at Western, that was like my stage. That was my platform, right? Mm. That's what defined me. That's what, and then boom, poof, it's gone. Right. And yeah. then you're trying to find yourself. Yeah. And the next stop is pizza. How the heck did I get here? And why me? Why, why me? And I, there's a series, there's four years you know in april now um with two locations now with two restaurants and absolutely loving what i do yeah that it took four years to figure out why me right it took four it took four years um for me to obsess over the journey you know one thing that i've always thought of whenever whenever we ask that question why me and again this is as i'm driving and right before i text you as we or when we ask that question, why me? It's always, it seems like it's always when we're comparing ourselves to other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I swear, just coming from experience, comparisons are some of the most dangerous things oh, gosh. that you could ever yeah. fall into. Yeah. You know, because when you start to compare, I think in many cases your ego will start to kick in. Yeah. And we did a we did an episode the other day um, about. Um, uh, cognitive, cognitive something. I'll, I'll come up. I forgot the term, but right. w- I was talking in that episode about how your ego can serve as both a shield and blinders. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. it, it will it will hide so much stuff because yeah. it it's its primary purpose is to protect you. Right. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And it's a it's a it's a good and bad thing in, in many cases. Well, I, I like to say self pride is is pre- basically self self camouflage. Yeah. I mean it's it's, it's essentially what it is. Yeah, it's man. You, it's you hiding uh, from vulnerability and, and. Is that what you were hiding from? Oh, for sure, for sure. I I had this facade. I, I had this, you know, in my hometown. My dad has been, you know, successful in his own right came from absolutely nothing and, and made something of himself. I, I'm second generation. Like I, I'm not going to get that. Even, even if I did, even if I worked my ass off and, and became something of myself, that's not how I was going to be portrayed. Yeah. And so, yes, I had, but and at a young age, when maturity hasn't set in, you ride that, you ride it. Oh yeah. You ride that wave. And, sure. and, and that's what I was doing. And my pride would not allow me to accept the fact that Spence, you've got to get out and just wash some feet, man. Like Oof. you've got to, you know, my face is a big deal for me, and you know, Jesus in a lot of ways the most powerful person in the room. Okay. And uh, he chose to wash feet, and, and for me, 
that's what the restaurants have done for me. Why me? Why? Because you needed a nice, no pun intended, serving a humble pie. Yeah. You needed to get out here and serve serve people. You yeah. needed to understand that you aren't bigger than anyone. Sure. Right. And and, and for me, what what's Emerson say? He says. Um, everyone is a superior to me in some way mm-hmm. and that I learn of them. Yeah. That's, that's, that's why. why. Why you had to figure out that, dude, you don't have it going on. You don't have this thing figured out. You needed huh. a nice kick in the teeth. Yeah. Um, and what better way to do it than a pizza chain, fast casual uh, <laughs> restaurant. You had to get it. You had to own it. You had to own your space and go, you know, and it, listen, it took me a year. I, I literally a year. I wouldn't say I was miserable because it kept me busy. That's the beautiful thing about restaurants. There's always something to be done. And I had that um, that work ethic piece. I had that down. That was just kind of who I was. Sports taught me that. Sure. So I put my head down and I worked, but I wasn't happy. I definitely mm. was not happy until I bought in, like fully bought in. Like, listen, I'm here for a reason. You know, if you believe in, you know, anything, if you feel like you're part of something bigger than yourself, which I undeniably do, listen, you're in this space for a reason. Now go be the very best what you do and see yeah. just see what happens just see what happens you want to you want to you want to answer all these questions you got why me why am i here what's going on be the best in your space i don't care if you're selling freaking popsicles yeah. go be the best popsicle stand on the block and just watch what happens do you so would you say that your your why me kind of changed to why not me you know i think that's yeah, something that's for good. a lot of people that's um good. and you know, I think we're on the same page in that when you, when you are bought in to whatever it is that you're going to do, you start to, it starts to change over from why me, you know, whenever we were starting this podcast, we, we did not, it's, it's turned into something that we didn't think that it was going to be, yeah. you know, and that's the coolest thing is everyone has this idea of what something should be, what a pizza business should be, what a podcast should be, right. what a what a person should Absolutely. be. Well, it goes back to the comparison piece. Yeah, and that's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. You know, when we talk about, uh, you know, when we first started, we would ask a bunch of people, does this does this sound okay? And everyone's yeah. comparing it to another Absolutely. thing. Everyone compares you yeah. to pizza, compares yeah. you to all these Absolutely. other things. And, you're, you're spot on. And the and the one thing that I think that it it took to to have that shift was. Um, was kind of that self-belief yeah. and you know being um, being hooked on your own supply you yeah, know what I mean yeah, yeah. and and this is one of those cases where you you almost need to be and yeah. and through that I think comes the authenticity comes your truth and when you're when you're for real about it I think yeah. people are going to see every single day that you come in Absolutely. they see your truth Absolutely. you know Absolutely. and uh, it's hard man and you don't have to have a business you don't have to have a podcast I think for a lot of people you know having that moment of why me dude it, it, it can be anything that you're doing right anything so just like you said you could be yeah. selling popsicles yeah. you know yeah. when it, when you're bought in and you're like why the hell not yeah well i think it's where this is the most prevalent and especially is in my world because i'm 28 and still single i've got a beautiful beautiful wonderful girlfriend but you hear uh, that plug people yeah yeah oh yeah you, yeah, you can't just say you're 28 and single without uh, acknowledging the fact that you do have a girlfriend um but for me, it's that's where it's the most pre- relevant, prevalent in my life. Mm. It's like, how do you know if the relationship's for you if you can't go all in? Yeah, like, how man. are you? How are you ever going to figure that out? Yeah. And what I see, you know, and I think whether it be in an organization or whether it be in a relationship, if you don't buy in and go, you know, head first into the deep end, 
then how are you ever, and then it just becomes toxic for everybody, for your work environment for and us. for your relationship. That's definitely something that, that I go, that I'm currently just going through in life. It's like, and, and this is something that we've said in our podcast, you know, maybe two years ago about how nothing gets accomplished when you're hanging at the edge of the pool, Absolutely. you know? Yeah. So describe that moment when you, when you yeah. dove in, when yeah. you went all in, what was that like? Dude, I cold chills because it was a euphoric, it, it honestly was a euphoric moment. Um, and I hate to sound shallow here, but I got a pizza tattooed on my arm. Like That's I, awesome. I, I, have, <laughs> yeah. I have a pizza slice tattooed yeah. on my arm is like symbolism of I've got, I can walk away from this a year from now and I don't owe anybody else any explanation other than this. Yeah. I gave it everything I had yeah. and it wasn't for me. Yeah, and it That's wasn't it. for you. That's it. That's big, That's man. That's all I needed. That's yeah. all I needed. But I think we t like we teetoter on this line of maybe there's something else out there for me or um, options will kill a man. For oh, me, man, I'm a yeah. flaming seven. I don't know if you're an Enneagram guy, but yeah. like, I think Dude. I'm a two or something like that. Oh, I, I, can, I can definitely see that. But I'm, <laughs> I'm a seven. Like, I'm an adventure. Like, go. Like, ADD to the max. Like, I, like, on to the next. Best yeah. thing. Here we go. Let's ride. Like, let's not stay in any one spot at any one time. Yeah. And for me, when I see... And think about all the stuff we have access to. Uh, on social yes. media. Yeah. So, you, no wonder relationships suffer right mm -hmm. look oh, I, oh yeah. so there's they, there's tons of them that look like her this is this is why i'm like not her. on any of those apps no dude. i'm done you, you <laughs> yeah, know if you go to my dude. social media right now i'm obviously yeah. going to push this and i'll push any 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 anything that people invite me on sure. because i want to do them and due diligence but i had to hop off my girlfriend just broke up with me two weeks ago yeah um because i couldn't i, I was just what you know a little bit of success young guy <laughs> yeah you know maybe so it's, it talks, it's toxic, yeah, right? Man. I've got one foot in, one foot out. She, in a lot of ways, maybe she's all in, maybe she's not. I don't, I don't know because no. all I know is what I know. All I, can, yeah. all I can give you is my perspective. And if I'm halfway in, halfway in, then she's probably halfway in, halfway. Or you think that, yeah. even if she's not. It's a to Dude, it's a toxic, terrible-ass relationship. That's mm -hmm. what happens. Same with an organization piece. Yep. Same with the business piece. Listen, if I got one foot in, one foot out, who wants to work for me? Mm -hmm. who, how am I supposed to build a brand? And what I found was, is listen, it's got to be so much bigger than pizza. Yeah. When I dove in, it was, Spence, this is not about pizza. This is about the relationships that you're building inside your kitchen. This mm -hmm. is about every single solitary human being that walks into your space um, and how well and how low are you willing to give for these people. I had That's to big, figure bro. out. <laughs> I had to figure out humility humble yeah. humble 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 how low and listen you want to get to the top like, how low are you willing to go for your for your employees and then for every single solitaire and what better way to do that than the service industry yeah. what better way to do it than to go get refills at a fast casual all day long these people don't expect me to come ask for a refill but i do every single day because i want them to know that you're superior to me in some way some, Ooh, in some way that's, that's crazy right? man and and that's why i love the restaurant industry that's why i fell into this why me because you wouldn't have found a more prideful pos kid at, at 24 division one athlete uh successful parents <laughs> i mean i checked off all the boxes good looking kid yeah like what i i, I can ride that thing is it's like pizza yeah big man said Here's your slice, bro. Like, you go, I'm going to put you in a commercial pizza kitchen. Hmm. And we're going to see how you like that. 
And what that has done inadvertently has shaped me into one of the most fascinating, life-changing four years of my life. And I would never change what I do. I love what I do. Yeah. I absolutely, because I've fallen in love with the process too. And I think that's a lot you know, of people that's, forget that's, that part. They, they, they see the destination. They can't wait to get there. But I think the beauty of any entrepreneur or any business or going, or even, if you're going even if you're working for, you know, you know, public, you know, whatever, uh, you can just, you know, I just think that you got you got to humble yourself in some capacity, in some capacity. Yeah. You know, I, I just think that's why that's why I found my why really yeah. quickly about a year in, but it took me about a year. Yes, absolutely. You know, it's uh, it for for us too. The and that that's where our name comes from. A Salumis is someone who makes sausages. You know, mm. and just like that quote goes, you know, everyone loves sausage bacon, no one see it made. You yeah. know. And uh, one of the parts that I kind of thought going into this was like, hey, a lot of people know me. Right. Of course they're going to listen. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's no. just like, nah, that's no. not how it goes. No, that's man. not how it works. It's you know, and, and when you look at like some of our stats, you know, we would have like four listens. Yeah. Ten listens. Yeah. But then when it was weird, whenever we stopped trying to make it like something else right? and just tried to yeah. make it our own thing. I think that people started to buy in. People started to understand and see the authenticity. You yes. Know? And oh, then the feedback yeah. started coming yeah. and they were like, well, I didn't know that you felt that oh, way about this yeah. thing. I can't believe you said this thing. Yeah. And it stopped being about ego. It stopped being about all this other stuff. And like, we're sitting on close to, you know, 25, 26,000 downloads now, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And yeah. like, we're getting consistent listens yeah. and stuff like that tons yeah. of feedback all this other kind of stuff sponsorship but i would do this now yeah. if i got 10 listens Absolutely. i would do this now if yeah. I, just because it's become it's almost like this when we record literally every sunday dude i don't know the last sunday i missed where yeah. it's like sunday 3 p.m yeah. we sit down and we just pour out yeah. whatever thing that we're talking about and um, you, you're firing me up because how good does it feel? Because I hit this moment too in my yeah. business. How good does it feel when people just start buying into you? Yeah. Not the facade of who I'm trying to be or who, yeah. I'm to, who I want, whoever I'm comparing myself to. Mm -hmm. Not when I just said, yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm letting go of the bags and I'm just going to be myself and figure this thing and you see if talk, it works. Yeah, dude. And talk about a euphoric feeling. Like when I, when my businesses yeah. took off is mm -hmm. when. I sold out and said, I'm gonna be the very best. If I'm gonna be the pizza boy, then I'll be darn, I'm gonna be the best pizza boy I can possibly be. And then on top of that- The fact that you say pizza boy, you don't say business, no, you don't no, say no, like- No, 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 no. That's no. Listen, cool. I strive to be the the next most humble version of myself. I don't, that, I'm nobody's boss. The we next most humble version of, of yourself. Myself. That's day. cool. All day, That I, that's the best way to live, in uh, my humble opinion. Yeah. It's just like, that's the, that's the way to do it. But when people start buying into just Spence, yeah. talk about a good feeling. I want that for everyone. Yeah. Listen, you're gonna have a friend group that's just gonna love you for you, dude. You know, comparison kills so many dreams and dude, so many people. Doesn't it? <laughs> and so many people. Just yeah. you. Like, dude, the only thing you got is you. Yeah. The only thing that makes you unique is you, your opinion, your perspective, your style, your, you know, what you drop. Own it. Yeah own it yeah bro and if they care about what you drive bro buy like yeah. why the f that's, that's just doesn't bro, matter buy. you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. it's like what yeah. and so 
one of the coolest moments in my business, entrepreneurial, whatever, Pizza Boy career was when not just the consumers, but my employees. And, and, and I, I, I didn't have to juggle Spence and Super Spence, right? Like we all, Super Spence is trendy. He says all the right things. He does all the right things. Super Spence is freaking exhausting. Yeah. That's I just want to be gonna, Spence. That's what I was going to ask you about. You know, there's this, there's this um, belief, and I believe it too, that your, your highest highs never have the, the magnitude of your lowest lows. And, and when good. you're trying to balance this and, you know, balance Spence and Super Spence, yeah. what's a low moment like, especially running this stuff? Yeah, low moments for me is when I'm when I felt like I've done everything I can to communicate, whether it be to an employee, because I take a whole lot of pride in trying to develop because I know I'm a stepping stone for a lot. I'm, listen, I hire a lot of first jobbers. I hire a lot of um you know, we're, we just are, unless you're upper management and what we do, you know, a pizza kitchen, um, we are a stepping stone. So when I, I take a lot of pride as a leader, becoming the very best version, uh, you know, whatever that looks like for Spencer. And what comes with that is being a really good communicator. And I take a lot of pride in knowing that you have to manage every single, I've got a, over 103 employees now. And I know that I have to manage each one distinctly different. Mm -hmm. The same way why we believe in hospitality hospitality that hospitality is very specific to Kalu. Yes. Very specific. I, just me dropping by your table and asking you, for us, that's not hospitality. That's just checking off the boxes. Mm. So I know that. And so a low moment for me, it happens often, obviously, I'm not perfect, is when I try to convey to someone and I try to pull this piece of them, I know they're special. I know they can be someone, just had to let a girl go this week, it's been with me for three years, manager. Mm that I saw it, she could have been everything. And I've tried to communicate effectively. Yeah. I've communicated 15 different ways to get through to her um, and no, like nothing. Just yeah. can't get through to her. Yeah. I take that hard because yeah. I love these kids, man. I love what I do and I love the people that show up to work for me every single day. Yeah. I love the fact that they show up and they bust their tail for me. There's nothing more beautiful than that for me. And so therefore I feel like it's my prerogative to get the best out of them. And so you feel capacity. like you failed whenever Yes, they... absolutely. That's a rough place. When I have to fire people, it's probably one of the rough because I take it. It's a mission to me. Mm. It's a mission. It's like if you're not doing something well in my space, that means that I'm not leading well. Mm. And and self-accountability is tough, yeah, man. Oh, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough, but at some point you gotta drop the ropes and yeah. say, hey, listen, I want it worse than you do. Like yeah. I almost want to see you succeed worse than you want to see that's, yourself succeed. That's actually that, so that's, that's my low. That's my lows, man. And and then obviously when we feel like we've done everything we could mm -hmm. to offer a customer a, a phenomenal experience, and they just, yep. I take that hard because I love what I do. One of the things that you just said there, and and I don't think people understand that this is a part of, this is a part of being a good boss, being a good person, all that kind of stuff is yes, wanting wanting a shared goal, right? Mm -hmm. But wanting it bad enough to let another person go because yeah. that they're essentially going to get in the way of that goal. I think that's something that's in just friendships. That's something yeah. in relationships. One of the things that I've said is, and, and my friend had actually uh, said this, she said, I want a relationship where both people are putting more into it than they're getting out of it. You oh, know, that's good. so it's, so you're building something that's bigger good. than yourself, right? you know? And yeah. I think part of that, um, 
part of that also means like wanting it that so bad yeah. that you're willing to like cut that person out yeah. because this thing that I want is bigger than me. It's bigger than you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you're responsible for the culture and you're responsible for protecting every single solitary soul that's under your umbrella. Mm. And I think the part of that is getting really comfortable with having uncomfortable conversations. And I think a lot of times we misinterpret this whole CEO word, you know, a, I think it's cheap. so many people cheap. want to be a CEO. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so many but people want to be a CEO, but nobody wants to do the things that only the CEO can do. Mm-hmm. And that's what I found out. And 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 that's a Patrick Lencioni thing. Is he talks about this all the time? It's it's chief executing officer. It's not chief executive officer. It's not sitting up in an office being all high and mighty. You and, and where I'm at right now with two locations, it's not me making all the calls. It's just making sure that all the right calls are being made right now. And and back to the point at hand is, yes, if you want to protect a culture and protect a business, you better get good at firing. Mm. That you that better. And and listen, here's the deal: it's not personal. It really, really isn't. And sometimes that's hard for an employer or employee to do, differentiate. But for me, I end most of, and I hate firing. It never gets easier. I've been doing this for four years now. I don't. I don't like it. And if I'd liked it, I'd worry about myself. But honestly, I look at them and I say, listen, if you got a flat tire tomorrow, call me. If, if 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 relationship struggles, like listen, I, this has no, this is not personal. I just have a business to protect, and I have uh, expectations inside this business. And let's just let's just make this real simple. If you if you keep showing up to work late, day after day after day after day, for me that you're letting forget about me. You're letting all the other thirty employees that are on your shift know that you don't care about them, mm. and they deserve better. They deserve better than you showing up day after day after day and just, sorry guys, no. Yeah. They showed up for you, you show up for them. I showed up for you, you show up for me. And and and, and obviously, you know, we, we walk through that with people and, and, and give them their fair share of, hey, let's let's try to be better at this. Um, but, but listen, I'm just a firm believer in culture and if the culture is not right and you're absolutely correct, if, you know, if one weed can kill the whole garden, mm. it's, listen, you've got, you've got to be able to um, address the attention. I think you need, you need to give attention to the tension. Yeah. Like if you feel attention inside your, your workspace, you need to give it your attention. If there's an attention, that there's attention that needs your attention, you've got, you've got to address it. So we kind of, you know, I kind of get a sense of how you are as a boss. Right. How are you as a friend? Oh, that's the beauty behind being authentic. Yeah. I'm exact same. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have to, I don't have to come in here and be someone I'm not. Yeah. When I walk through my doors of my restaurant or out of my office, you're not gonna find any different person. I, I literally, it's so beautiful, it's awesome. How the way I live my life is how I run my business. How I run my business is how I live my life. And I mean, I don't know, I can give you non-negotiables I can give you non-negotiables in my business and that's and, and there's only one that I probably fail outside of here is uh, the, probably the cleanliness piece. <laughs> I just, I, I, my restaurant's got to be immaculate. Yeah. Like I, I, like that's a non-negotiable. Anytime I walk into any of my restaurants, like listen, we customer service, obviously number one, but cleanliness, number two, how, you know, um, 
and three, you know, how, how are we writing next? I always ask my staff, you know, how are we writing uh, last chapters? And basically that just means how are we handling our mistakes? Um, we look at mistakes as an opportunity. How are we writing last chapters? Yeah, how are we writing our last chapters? Ah, we, ha- we have, a, we have cool. a sheet of paper in both of my restaurants to where when we make mistakes, it's our job. We, we see a last chapter forming. We don't see it as a mistake. How can we write a last chapter of this? And I can give you example after example. We had in one last night. But as a friend, man, I'm constantly glass half full. Just can I, can I don't just um, lift while I climb kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm taking you with me, bro. Yeah. Like like you've been in my space. You've supported me. You're real. Yeah. Obviously, I want authentic. I think in hospitality, it has to be authentic. That um, was something that I certainly the the first time meeting you. That was something that I felt. And of course, if you know Cody, yeah, it's just like anyone in the circle oh, dude, is kind yeah. of is yes. kind of that same I way. Was, I was. And I so was, I was. Um, I don't know what the word is, but I was extremely um, inspired by his table. I always am. Yeah. I'm always inspired by Cody's table. Yeah, That's, I like how you say that. I mean, getting a, getting a spot at Cody's table is something special, and I, I don't yeah. think enough people understand what that's what that's like. And for me, I'll be honest with you, a little intimidating. You know, I've got yeah. my I've got my like little keywords that can, can get me to the table, <laughs> but a lot of times when it comes to Cody, I over my head and yeah. and for me i i i love cody and i and you guys i mean obviously you're, you're what engineer right like i guess Platform i mean very very uh a lot more knowledgeable and a lot more uh smarter than i am but those are the tables i want to be at yeah i've got my little keywords that can get me to the table but a lot of times when i get there like i just want to listen yeah uh, you know don't ask me anything too deep sure. too intellectually uh Cause I, I just I don't, I don't think I can I can meet you there, but I definitely want to learn from you, yeah. and uh, and that's that's who I am. But you know I'm learning to be a better friend. I'm learning to uh, once I figured out I couldn't be you know store number two taught me a lot of life lessons. Couldn't be Why everywhere. Is that? Oh, you couldn't be. Couldn't everywhere. be everywhere. I could I couldn't be everywhere, and so therefore I had to really be intentional with my time everywhere. You know that's that that's a real commentary, honestly on on our society in general, especially in the age of social media. I think that we feel like we can be everywhere all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, these phones that we have, man, it's, it's limitless. And this is something we say on our, on our podcast, it's limitless information, but limitless isolation. Absolutely. And you can absolutely isolate yourself from, from yourself. Absolutely. By being on, on these phones, you know? Oh yeah. And and in many cases you can lose a sense of who you are. Yeah. You can lose whatever your thing is. Of course, cause because it's just the comparison game. Oh my God. Like you lose yourself in trying to be like 15 million other people. Yeah. And it's not enough to be like one person, right? I'm gonna take a little bit of him and then I'm gonna scroll forward down. Oh, I like the way he wears, what he says, where he lives. Like you've, you've already lost yourself. You've already lost yourself. You just yourself. lost yourself. Yeah. You just lost yourself. And um, and you said Back, you recently jumped off of social. Yeah, I came off completely. Wow. Completely. I'm, I'm going to use it as a business platform. My, my, my goal is to get it to where someone's operating my personal account. Yeah. I want. It's the hardest thing for me because a lot of uh, the cool things that we do and what I'm allowed to do in, in pizza is be available. I can feed hundreds of people in 30 minutes. And so I want to be available for people to be able to do that for them. And so Think it, about it, what you just said. You said I can feed hundreds of people in thirty minutes. Yeah, think of that. That is a good way, a good analogy of of 
us and our our perception of ourselves on social media. Yeah. We can feed thousands, mm -hmm. millions of mm -hmm. people with a single tweet, mm -hmm. with a single post, yeah. anything like that. And it gives us this good ass feeling. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But there's there's gotta be some kind of a balance. You'll there. never have any more influence than you do the person right in front of you. Ooh, yeah, man. You never will. Or the or the room you're in. And I've learned that. I, I've learned to be in the room. It goes back to diving in, right? We can go all the way back to the beginning when we're talking about being all in. Like how do you know, how do you walk away from a party, from a table, from a, a work setting, a church setting, whatever that looks like? And if you weren't present, then did you? What were you there why, for? Why were you there? Why were you there? And, and like you said, isolation. Business Insider, I read this week that we touch our phones. Uh, this is on average. This is not like, think about like an influencer. That's their job. And not knocking influencers. Good for you. I'm saying like, think about is, so on average, I'm about to give you this number, 2,716 times on the average human. That's just the average How human many? touches their phone a day. Get out of here. Dude, no. Oh, oh, man. Dude, that's crazy to me. I read that stat and I was like, I, I would rather, I would rather, <laughs> oh you know, this, that's crazy. 2,716 right? 2, times a day, Business Insider put out this week that wow. are, that's the average human touches their phone. And that's just, think about how many times you're just like, just, sometimes you know we just how rearrange naked it. you feel yes. when you don't have and it with so, you. Oh, and yeah, that's the scary part. That's the scary part. But what I found was, obviously relationally, it was a huge piece as, as to why. I felt like I owed it to Shelby. I felt like I owed it to myself. I've been dating for two years now. Um, and you had said she had broken up. Yeah, she, she had just, just broken up with me two two just weeks ago. Just got tired ago. of your shit. Yeah. Oh, say, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what she would say. Tired of my shit. And, yeah. Um, I put a lot of emphasis on my businesses, but what the beauty of having two now, having two locations, was I had to be more intentional in my time. What does that mean? That definitely means more more intentional um, with with my with the home. It starts at home, right? Because yeah, your man. home will tell on you. Yeah. That's what. Oh, that's man, what. That's that's, true. that's what. That's what people got to understand. It starts at home. You got it. You got to get that part right first yeah. before you can get your business, your organization right. Because yeah. your your home is going to tell on you. We see it all the time. Yeah. We see people all the time, you know. And then we lose it. We yeah. lose our sphere of influence. We lose. Uh, and we, when you say home, you don't like. I want people to understand that it's not just your physical house. Right. It's your circle it's sometimes. You, yes. You know, it's it's yes. like it's those things that that honestly you you may not talk a bunch about. Right. You know, right. those are the things that will eventually tell on you if you don't have your stuff in order. Absolutely, absolutely, it's your circle. And I've been so good about this because I'm such I have such a big heart for people that I have a hard time dropping people off. But mm. this is what I but this is what I would tell you is I've got this thing that I use. It comes from Andy Stanley, but it's uh it's no for now, but not forever. No for now, I but feel, not forever. Yeah, no for now. I've got the, and it, it could be just going out to eat. It yeah. could be like I need to budget better. This is just a no for now, not forever. And the same goes with your circle. It's like, hey man, this dude's, you know, love him to death, great guy, but right now it's probably not best with with my trajectory and where I'm headed and what I'm trying to do in this season. It's probably best that hey, no for now, not forever. Yeah, not forever. I'm not just excluding him from the pack. Mm. I'm not. I'm not. I didn't use him as a means to an end. Yeah. Right. I think I struggle with that too. Um, this is just a no for now, not forever. This is a no for now. And you can always pick them back up. I had tons of friends when I was opening up my business, when I knew that I had to lay the foundation for myself, um, that I had to let, I had to let go of. That there was just, yeah. I just had to. But you wanna know what the beautiful part is? Is by that separation, they in return got to go find themselves 
um, and I got to go find myself. Now we're best of friends. We're back. Yeah. We're back in action. That's so like cool. Three, four years and later, so he's got wife, now. kids. Yeah. yeah, and we're and now it's there's no more of the toxic yeah. tomfoolery and all the BS that we were doing in college. Yeah. Now it's we're mature adults. This is the line. Yep. We don't even go there. We don't even talk about it. Yeah. You know, there's one of the things that I'm doing right now. So I, I, I proactively go to therapy, right? Yeah, beautiful. And so um, one of the things that we're working on is just establishing my value system, right? Mm. So I am someone that uh, is a pleaser. Yeah, me too. You know, too. I, I definitely try to make sure everyone's okay. Me too. But in, in many cases, it would come at the cost of myself. Yeah. And, and yeah. I had such, like, I had no idea of my value system that it made it easy for me to sort of adopt other people's value systems yeah. and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, we, and so yeah. when you start to, as I went through and we started, our, my exercise was to write down a set of values. You know, yeah. I came up with like 35 things and, and she was like, look, these that? are mainly rules. They aren't values here. You know what <laughs> I mean? And, and, uh, and uh, she was like, you need to fix this. So yeah. it pared it down to like eight things. Yeah. And when I sort of figured out those eight things that I actually stood for, it made it so much more clear that certain people would have never worked in my life anyway. And so it makes you, it forces you to audit your circle, you know? And I think that for you, when, when faced with this, when you had to find your thing and and, and it was in, cause I don't think your thing is the business. The thing, your thing is something deeper. Of course. This is a byproduct of that. Yeah. yeah, I I just want to take as many people as I can with me. Yeah. That's my thing. But I think whenever, whenever those values started to become important to you, it did make it easier for you to audit your circle. Absolutely. And you started to be like, ah, that person doesn't make sense for for where right. I'm going, exactly what you said. And it takes time. That's what I would tell Dude, people too. I'm it trying not to t- rush myself. It's tough. Yeah, bro. it takes time. It took me, and I hate to bring it back to the organization, but it took me 300 employees to get to the staff that I have now. 300 to get to 100? 300. And there's so, yeah, to get to 100. 300. <laughs> what? That's how many people I've, I've rotated in and out of yeah. my system. But with every single person, I figure out what I wanted, what I needed. How, how are we going to move in this direction? And don't get so caught up, obviously, in the speed, but the direction, right? Mm. Like, don't, it's not how fast you're going. Say it's where that you're again. Headed. Don't get caught up in, in the, the speed. speed. The direction. Yeah. Absolutely. And in the restaurant world, that's the name of the game. Because yeah. for us, that's listen, life, bro. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it's been such a game changer because I want to grow. Yeah. Um, and I want to do for others. So, therefore, right now is really wonky. Right, like I pay my GMs as much as I pay myself. Why? Because I'm building something. If this was about me, y'all, I would just pinch pennies out of the one restaurant. I would just had one and just suck the most profit I possibly could out of yeah. it, and just and because we do pretty well here, um, and and been okay with it, and then built that foundation and walked away and went and bartended somewhere down in Florida. And went, you mm-hmm. know. And, went to church on Sundays and still drawing my salary yeah. from the store because we've been open five years. You know, not you know, there's plenty of things that can happen. I'm yeah. not big too big for my britches here. But at the same time, if this was about me, this has always been about the other guy. Mm. And that's why I appreciate so much about what I do when it comes to hospitality because that's what I do. I get to serve. I get out there and serve all day long. And, and finding my thing has always been people has always been listen my sub guy back there thinks he's making big don italians i hope next year he's driving a tahoe and that's that's, why that's why i go to work every single day that's why i work as hard as i do it's for him 
Yeah. It's for him. I remember when I was playing basketball at Western and basically just getting shit on most days because I was a walk on. And, <laughs> Were and you really? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm, yeah, I was. I walked on, but I mean, yeah. listen, I can play. I, yeah. I, and, you know, I, I, I had the respect of my, my peers and, and my coaches, and that's all I played for, honestly. Yeah. But I remember driving home some practice, absolutely, because I wasn't playing. I yeah. was practicing a whole lot. Um, and I remember driving home and I'd pass Karyakis Park and I would see the one kid down out there just shooting by himself. Yeah. And, and I just look and it put it all in perspective for me. It's like, that's why I yeah. play. That's why I'm still going at this thing. That's mm-hmm. why I show up to practice every day for him. Yeah. It's always been about the other guy for me yeah. because he would do anything to be in my shoes in that's, that locker room. That was something that we also said for for our podcast and why like why we want to do this stuff. It, it's not for the it's not for the hundreds of thousands any of that stuff right. it's for that one nice person who says like and and i've certainly had it and i've dude i've had messages from people that have literally brought me to tears because yeah. they said like what you said beautiful. literally talked me off the ledge you right. know what i'm saying it's That's like oh so my god dude, dude. beautiful and, and it, at that point it doesn't even like i don't even truthfully i don't even look at our stats anymore I just beautiful. don't. That's beautiful. You know? Like I'll, I'll record something and be like, yeah. it's, it's, it's it's out there. It's the starfish analogy, right? The guys mm-hmm. are going up and he's down down the ocean and there's just mounds and mounds and mounds of starfish up up on the shore. And this guy is going out and he's just throwing them into the ocean just one by one. And the, and the guy comes up to him and says, dude, what the freak are you doing? You know you're never going to be able to throw all these in the oceans. He goes, no, but I can save this one. Ah, that's cool. And for me, that that's where you got to be. Because yeah. like you and me, we're people pleasers. We're, oh, we're, big we want, You can't save them all, man. Yeah. But you can definitely save the one. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 how to be intentional with our time. And like, who needs me? And, and honestly, I, I, I talk about this a lot, but it's not always the, the dog that's barking the loudest that needs your attention, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the one that's in the corner not saying much. Dude, th- that's been our that's society hard. a lot, dude. Yeah. It's, it, it is the people that aren't saying much. Yeah. And it's, it's so tough because we tend to, and I don't know what happened. No, I don't know. It's like we all of a sudden think that they're irrelevant because they're not saying anything. And yeah. truthfully, it's the opposite. It's the, opposite. It's yeah. the people that, that aren't saying anything right. that we should be paying the most attention to. Absolutely. You know, because right now, it's and thankfully it's getting better these days. Absolutely. But it used to be tough to ask for help. Yeah. You know, it used to be especially as men. Absolutely. Like oh, gosh, being vulnerable, man. dude. Yeah. Like talking that, about being hurt or and something. And you're talking about guys saying that you literally talked them off a ledge and all you did was just vulnerable. Yeah, all you just, did was just, just be talked about your life. <laughs> yeah. And in real ass shit and stuff that you've gone through. Yeah. And like can we not all learn from that? Man. Like you know what I mean? Like can we all not just say, listen, you bleed like I bleed. You yeah. hurt like I hurt. Mm-hmm. What can, can we come together at least on that? Yeah. Like we're all struggling with the same stuff. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do we have to run from this from each other? Mm-hmm. Why? And shame on the dude that looks down on me because I hurt differently than he does. Like, mm-hmm. or I'm affected by this and he's not. Yeah. That's on him. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, you're not less than because something that bothers you. I do this all the time. But let's, as adults, we can all practice this. Listen, just because you said it this way and didn't mean it for that, this is the way he heard it. Yeah. This is the way he heard it. So yeah. therefore, you are in the wrong. And it's your responsibility to go, man, I apologize. I, I'm sorry. Like, listen, I had no idea you went through this as a child. I had yeah. no idea this is what. Of course you don't. 
So mm-hmm. be shut up and be kind. You know, yeah, that's what you want to say. Yeah, that's what you want to say. say. But you got to go, listen, I'm providing the space right now for you to just go, man, I said that my intentions were not this. Yeah. And, uh, and I, and I have I get to be the mediator on those conversations all the time. And I love it because what I do inside here is I just say, listen, here's the deal. When you walk out of my doors and out of my restaurant, there's people throwing stones all day long and I, I got no control of that. Mm. But what I do have control of is a safe place for you to come in here and be undeniably yourself with no shame, no guilt and any of that. Yeah. And if anybody wants to look at you any different because you're being yourself around here, then now they got problems with me and we're sitting down and we're talking about it. Because if you want to call him a tattletale because he's hurting, because yeah. he's hurting, because he came to me and said that what you said hurt his feelings, if that bothers you, then when you got the issue, you mm. got the issue, right? It goes, I mean, it's like third grade stuff. Yeah. It's like, but it's it's so prevalent. It's mm. like, listen, you got the issue. Don't call him a freaking tattletale. Yeah. All I know is I got a hurting human being. Yeah. And it's not welcome here. It's not so welcome So how do here. we get it? How do, how do we get to the space? I'm not saying, you know, your intentions are good. So, but here's where you make it right. This is the space and I provide that space all day long. Yeah. I, it's my job to provide the space to make things right. Mm-hmm. And to go, even though you didn't mean to hurt his feelings, even though... Like it's 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 third grade stuff, dude. Yeah. It's adults. And we just, <laughs> yeah. We've just went to Facebook and just acted like nobody reads it. Yeah. We just went to Facebook. We we just jump on social media and just pretend like it's just you know we we just get just keyboard courage and just go mm. nuts and like people are reading, man. Yeah. Like, your what's your and maybe this is it, but you, what's your safe space? That's a good question, man. Uh you know, I'll share my, my yeah, if, if you like, so mine is in nature, right? Yeah, it's and it's and like mine that. is just because I, I mountain bike, yeah, and um, I can't find us, and I've said this on multiple occasions is, is that when I'm out in nature, I'm reminded of my insignificance, yeah, and I, like that. I can die right here. And these trees are going to grow still. Yeah. This this river is going to keep flowing. All yeah. this stuff is going to keep happening. It's a it's a scary feeling because I have a huge ego. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's a scary yeah. scary feeling, but it's also like a balancing feeling at the same time. Yeah. Because I go there and I think about stuff. Yeah. And, and you know, and I'll look around, and I'm not a super nature guy. Right, right, you know right, what I'm saying? Yeah, I just know yeah. that it's a place where I need like to I'm go. A spec. Yeah. You know, and I'm just a spec, yeah. dude. Yeah. Like. This this thing like that I'm that. worrying about that's plaguing me. Yeah. It it's like it doesn't matter that much, you know. Like <laughs> yeah. It does, but like it also yeah. doesn't, you know. So that that helped me because for me is I enjoy I thrive off other people, mm. you know, people that typically have big egos, you know, yeah. or, or an ego addict. Yeah. Uh, um, I thrive off being the chameleon in the room mm-hmm. and being able to appeal to the masses and like I can jump in this conversation yeah. I can also jump in this and I and I love that about myself I love it goes back to Peterson's quote he says um, it's not the, yeah yeah it's not I the like idea yeah. um, of, of being the best at any one game it's who gets invited to the most games mm. and and for me I love that I love that and so I, I, I pride myself in that so my safe space is undeniably me in a room by myself to where I don't feel like I'm having to yeah. to, to be everything for everyone. Yeah. And, I, and usually it's early in the morning. I work, I work out every morning at 6.30 a.m. Yeah. or 6 a.m. and then seven to about eight, I'm in my office before anybody else gets to the office. And I just, I read, you know, back to back to you and I and mm-hmm. with people pleasers, I'm a firm believer you gotta feed yourself before mm-hmm. you can ever feed anyone else adequately, right? Yeah. If I do, this is, where I, this is where I go. And this is gonna, I, I hope helps you, is this is where I go. If I don't feed myself, if I don't 
do things for me sometimes, then do I really want to help other people? Right? Yeah. Do I really? Because is I'm giving. Is it? Do I really? Do I, am I really a people guy? Because I'm 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 a person, mm-hmm. you know, and and I'm and I'm honestly like the main. I'm the source. Yeah. Like I'm the source. Like that I feel like I'm doing for all these people with. If I'm not protecting this, then do I really? Like like. Or is this just who I who I claim to be? Like I have to say, I do I have to say that to myself because listen, I'm giving these people if I cared about them truly I want them I want to give them a hundred mm. right I want to give them a hundred percent yeah ninety percent but what happens is when we try to do 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 forever and we start running on eight you're giving them shit dude yeah man. you don't they don't need you yeah you're giving them nothing yeah you're not reading you're not you're not bettering yourself you're not getting rest mm. you're not getting your eight hours of sleep you're not you know you're not finding your quiet time. Yeah. You're not you're not saying your prayers, you know. I that's helped me a ton. Yeah. Cuz I can I can find myself in that cycle of just do 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 for others yes. all day long, all day long. It feels good while you're doing it. It feels mm-hmm. good while you're doing it. it. Feels good while you're doing it. But you get in this vicious cycle and you find yourself doing the same stuff for the same people over yeah. and over and over. It's like am I really helping? Yeah. It's like a it's like a uh, and when you want to reduce it to like the chemical level. Right. You know what happens when you do something good for someone you get that endorphin release. Yeah. And just like any like drug addict or something like that, you get addicted to that. Oh man. And that keeps happening and it keeps happening, keeps happening. And then yeah. you you need more of it. Spot on. Because you're no longer it's yeah. it's insatiable. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you just need more of it. And yeah. You're like, what things can I do to to do something more for someone? Yeah. And then yeah. just like a drug addict, you Dude, crash and I burn. I hear you saying <laughs> I hear you saying it's it's selfish to be unselfish. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's, you it know is, what I mean? Yeah. Like when it, when you say it like that, it's like selfish to you're be being unselfish. selfish. Yeah to be while you're being unselfish like you're doing it for you yeah yeah. it's like whoa yeah. hold up yeah. now we're getting deep it's like what what do you mean it's like that, you, you just heard him mm-hmm. you heard him like from a chemical level like you're you're getting a rush for doing for others which yeah. is beautiful yeah. which be, a lot of people don't understand that right yeah. and uh, that it becomes about you it becomes it's, about you when just, you're doing yeah, for others. You're just certain, and yeah, then there's nothing wrong with that. Don't hear yeah. me wrong. Yeah. Like, obviously, I think the happiest people in the world do for others. And yeah. I think we should all learn from that. Yeah. Uh, but absolutely, there is a line. There's a guardrail there that yeah. I haven't found. I, I or there's just there's, I don't have a great one. I You yeah. know, I have there's times where, I, where I've got to listen to my body because mm-hmm. I keep... And I think that's a big thing. I don't mm-hmm. know how about you, but I do. I work out every morning. I try to eat somewhat healthy. Yeah. Trying to drink as much. You know, I try to do that so, just so I can be in tune with my yep. body. So when so, it's telling me to slow down, that I listen to it. So I've been, you know, I, I've hit that that moment there and it, it's been happening. So whenever whenever I go through something, I, I'll work out a whole bunch, yeah. right? And um, I'll, be, I'll be feeding that addiction, if you will. And, and I'll go and lift sometimes to think through things or to just not hurt yeah. or whatever. And I love getting strong. I love doing all this other right. stuff. But when you're not listening to your body, right. like this actually happened last, not last Friday, maybe it was last Friday or the week, the Friday before last, where I got, I just shut down. Like my body literally just shut quit down. on yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> you know you what I mean? Yep. Like, like I was sitting at home and I just was like, I can't move. I can't yeah. do anything, you know? And, and I think that same thing kind of happened for me, especially when I, I did hit that limit of saying like, I'm just, all I'm doing is serving other people. All yeah. I'm doing is helping other people. Yeah. And then I got to a point where, and this is a conversation I was having with my, with my therapist is that I was like, 
my next relationship, because I got divorced last year, I was like, my next relationship, I, I want someone that doesn't need me. I, I want someone, all I want me. is my quiet place. That's yeah. all I want. The next person is just going to be my quiet place. Yeah. That's it, because there's so That's much good. fucking noise yeah. that is going on. Oh, and dude, I'm so susceptible, yeah. and I'm so susceptible to just noise. I want to yeah. fix things. I want to be me a too. part of things. Me I want to... You know, be drawn that chameleon. Yeah, I'm yeah. drawn to that noise. I just need a quiet place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where I don't have to be anything. Yeah. And so Gosh, that is man. that when I go out into nature or when I'm riding my bike, it is my quiet place. I'm almost I'm almost killing myself on jumps or on, right. you know, berms yeah, or some yeah, crazy yeah. stuff. But it's like I still like that adrenaline rush because I still want to get a workout and yeah. all this other stuff. But, dude, I, I highly recommend for everyone like finding, you know, finding your thing. Yeah. Is 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 good, but having your quiet place is yeah. one of the most important oh, things, man. especially as we get older, dude. Yeah. You just you just become I think there's a certain point where you are growing up, we're all we're literal we're, we're like little animals. We only care about self-preservation. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you're 15, 16, you're a little sociopath, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. Everyone is, you know. Right. You care only about what everyone thinks about you. You like everything is your reputation, all this other kind of right. stuff. But then when you start getting older, you, you get a different awareness of the world, right. you know? And I think for some people, there's two tracks you can go. There's one track where you become hyper aware of what's going on in the world. Right. And it turns you into a fixer. It turns Absolutely. you into someone that wants to fix all the problems and all this other stuff. Right. Or you go the other direction where you don't want to do shit with anyone. You want right. to be that person that's just like, I just want some land away from all of you guys. Yeah. I don't care about well, it. My brother's like that. Yeah. I, well, I'm yeah. the person that went this way right. and I just want to be tapped in. And like, yeah, it's too. a... I think it's a blessing, but I think it's also a curse. If you're someone that is a fixer, right. if you're someone that yeah. just wants to do a bunch of stuff. And and I hope that you all listening don't think that this is some like ego. Oh, we're trying to be good people. Like right. it's a legit problem uh, yeah. because when you take yeah. it to when a chemical it like level, yeah. it's a, it's a drug addiction. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Cause it feels good to well, do good. Well then like taking a step further, then it's, uh, it's no longer just about that endorphin rush. It's also the feeling of just wanting to feel needed. Yeah, dude. That's yeah. a that's a big thing, and that's when it hurts relationship. Your closest, yeah, your closest ones. Because like I don't know, my my love language hasn't always been words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. It hasn't it hasn't been that way. But as I've done more and more for other yeah. people, mine's acts of service. Too. Yeah, and more for yeah, mine's acts of service too. Yeah, but yeah. like as I've done more and more and more for other people, then the more I need to hear from them that I'm doing it. That, yeah. that I, that, and that's scary too. Yeah, it's man. like now I need, and I never wanted to do it for the accolades. Yeah. Early on, it, it was just like this happened. It. And then yeah. it makes you second guess everything. Yeah. And so then it's like, not only now, so then like I long for, I need you to tell me that I'm doing this for mm-hmm. you. And then it's like, you just want to feel needed now. Yeah. And then when no one's coming to you for stuff, then you get insecure. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa, how did I get on this train? Yeah. And how do you stop it? Do you because wonder if that's what started the other business? Do you think that's what started the other location? No, 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 I don't. I think okay. it was, I, I, I'm busy. I'm going to dig, you know what I'm saying? No, no, not like gr- no, I love it. I think yeah. it's good. I, I think, you know, it's something I walk away from here and think about. Yeah. I, I don't think I can come up with a clear answer right now, but I do from a business standpoint, I'm pretty savvy in that um, we were we were doing about as much volume as we could over here um, at this location, which is about three or four miles from our second location for people listening. Um, and we were having to say no. Mm. We, we were having to say no a lot to people saying we couldn't because they were outside of our, yeah. our our delivery area. Um, we couldn't get there. There was a day we took it everywhere, right? Mm. I'm not turning away any business, but it got to the point where Miss Sally 
across the way. It's thirty should get her pizza in ten minutes, was getting it in thirty minutes because I sent somebody all the way out Three Springs Road, which is, you know, yeah, ten miles yeah. from here or whatever, six, seven miles from here. Um, and it took the driver was out of the store. And so it just from a business from a business standpoint, my business model, I had to expand. I had to put another location to where it made sense um, and deliveries were getting there faster and we were a lot more efficient in what we did. Yeah. Um, so no, it, it was it was a, it was a pure, I mean, me as a person, obviously, if we got down to the core of everything, you know, it absolutely dictates all, all the decision making mm-hmm. and how, when we move, and I'm sure we could dive into that if we wanted to, but no, ultimately, when my juices started going like, okay, obviously it's gotta be the right timing. It's gotta be the right context, right? Like, is this, is this part of the town something for us? Is there something for us here? And what yeah. we do, am I gonna go over there and lose myself? Or does what I bring to the table belong at this table? Um, so context, context, context was a big thing. You know, you hear people all the time, location, location, no context. Like, mm. am I gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lose myself to go, to go, you know, um, make a buck. That's just not, does this part of town need me over yeah. here? Um, does it need what we offer? And um, and I think it did. And, and it was uh, it was been such a good thing. We do really well over there. It's matured really quickly. It's been a different opening because we've been in uh, I'm in my same town. So we kind of when I first opened, obviously it was just a new market. No one ever ever heard of Donato's Pizza, and you know we're just kind of inventing the wheel. Well, yeah. since we've been open for three and a half years before we opened the second one, we we were already here. People mm-hmm. kind of already kind of knew of us, so it was it was definitely different. But no, I I don't think I went over there to try to please more people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but I but I uh, I really like what you said. You did when you said uh, context. Yeah. Versus what, what was location? It? Location. location. So you're I think here. for for. For like non-business type yeah. of people, I think you can treat it as like context versus opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like just because the opportunity is there yeah. doesn't mean you should take it. Doesn't mean it serves you. Oh, you know what I mean? Dude, you're, you're tugging and- <laughs> on my heartstrings right now because this is what happens, and I'm sure it's happened in your world. And it happens yeah. in mine. As you become, let's just find your thing, right? You're yeah. crushing it. You become successful. I call them opportunity distractions, mm-hmm. right? I get that. Um, I forget. Who, who talks about this? I think it's uh, Mark Batterson, but he talks about opportunity distraction. Now it becomes, there, it's a distraction because you're getting so many opportunities because you mm-hmm. are successful in what you do. And then you just, you're, you're, you're grabbing everything. It's like, oh, I can do that now. And I can do that. And I can do that. It's a distraction. Yeah. It's a huge distraction. And when you do, when you do well at that opportunity, right. you, it, it goes back to that chemical thing right. that feel good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> and it becomes Absolutely. a bad addiction where it's just, you're never and satisfied. Yes. You got to get back to self and you got to think, I think Mark Batterson says this success isn't, um, doing more. It's doing more of what, ma- what matters most. Yeah. Success isn't doing more. And that's when this opportunity distraction gets me because mm-hmm. I just want to go and do and do all these things and have all these adventures and, and be, be a part of something with somebody else maybe and yes. not be, you know. Um, but what I've found is it's not doing more. Success isn't doing more. It's doing more of what matters most. And right now what yeah. matters most is building this foundation through these two restaurants. Um, obviously, I have to do a third and sometimes opportunities become distractions. Yeah. And and especially when you become successful mm-hmm. in, in in any realm is because more people are they're trying they want they want a piece of your pie yeah. too and they start coming in, they want to yeah. be a part and you've got opportunities to do all this different stuff. Yeah. This space and this space and that I'm going, 
And I'm and me, people pleaser, here we go. Let's square this yeah, around. Let's go, do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And then I find that I haven't been in my restaurants in a week. Oh, um, no, that's not, yeah, I don't yeah. think that's ever happened, yeah, but it's yeah, stuff but, like that. Yeah. That's easily what could happen if yeah. I just keep jumping. And just like you had said earlier, your house will tell on you. Your home will tell on you, <laughs> your bro. Home and will then, tell on yeah, you. And, and that comes in Yelp reviews and yeah, Facebook reviews yeah, too, dude. right? Like if, you, if yeah. you're not here to listen to your people, you're basically giving them a megaphone. You yeah, know what man. I mean? And, and, and that's when social media and that's when they get to tell you that Donato's has changed because Spence is no longer inside these stores and they can't wait to tell everyone. Uh, Um, And so, you know, you obviously got to get good people and we can go into all that too. that's awesome. But it's... um, So, yes, I want to, you know, I'm going to be conscious of your time. So, I want you to give give our listeners just a couple sentences about finding your... As Find we your, call yeah. finding your fucking can, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Finding your thing. I, if I said the F word, I think my mom, yeah, I know. My mom would probably yeah, come through this microphone and slap me. Um, I've already, I've already cut, used my cussing limit. Yeah. Uh, but um, say that again. So just give, give them yeah, a few sentences people, on how or what. Or, or just, just what it's like to find your yeah, thing. Like, yeah, Because we yeah. don't want to give, we don't want to write yeah. a blueprint. There, blueprint. Of There's course, no way to do it. Of course, know? there is no way to do it. I think you can't. You know, and I'm not. I don't want to sound hokey, but just you, you're gonna find your thing. Two things: being authentic and starting. Just mm. starting somewhere. I think a lot of times it's not always figuring out who we are; it's figuring out who we're not. Mm. And you gotta go. You gotta go. I think now we're we're with social media and we're so accessible to so many things. We can dream bigger than we've ever dreamed right now because we see more than we've ever seen. And you can find yourself dreaming for a long period of time without taking those steps. And, That's the truth, man. And I, I think, you know, my, I think millennials are we're the worst. I think, I think we just have these big dreams and aspirations, and they're all admirable. And and I can't wait to help anybody that walks into my world that needs help with those dreams. I'm here to push you on that. But I think we just get so caught up on trying to find our thing that we just don't jump and go figure out who we're not first. Like mm. let's start, let's process let's process of elimination, right? Yeah. Like, listen, your first thing may not be your effing thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Analysis it's like, paralysis. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, listen, yeah. go, jump, start. I think uh, Steve Harvey wrote one of the best books on it. Jump. Mm-hmm. You've got to jump. And to hear his story is nuts. Sleeping in his car, all these comic clubs and like, yeah, and man. like, and like, you want to know how you find your thing? You persevere and you stay in it and you give it all you yeah. got. And understand you're going to take L's, man. Dude. Like, hey, dude, it, like I've, I've learned more from my L's than yes. I have from my Danny wins. Danny Myers says it best. <laughs> success is paved with mistakes well handled. Yeah. Success is paved with tons and tons of mistakes well handled. Mm-hmm. How adversity is a university, baby. Like, how did you handle it when mm-hmm. you got knocked down? That's that's the road to success. Yeah. If you think it's going to be freaking sunshine and rainbows, you came to the wrong podcast. Like, yeah. what are you thinking? No. Yeah. Don't figure yourself out. Jump. Go. Start mm-hmm. and be you. Because you're all you got, dude. That's true, man. You're, you're true. all you got. And honestly, I didn't reinvent the wheel as it pertained to a business model. I literally, listen, somebody else's bullet worked in my gun as far as a business model. Goes, yeah. There's 50 million pizza restaurants in this town. More than, I can throw a rock to, yeah, to, to, the to, to 12 one. more yeah. right now. Yeah. But all I, but what I had undeniably was me. Yeah. I just was myself. Yeah, man. And it worked. Mm-hmm. It's going to work for you too. Yeah. Right, you just gotta find where you and and your career meet, and it's gonna happen. Yeah. It's gonna happen. And listen, everyone's on their own pace of grace. Like, dude, 
it's, it may be 20 for you, it may be 40 for somebody else. We've all seen the crazy meme of mm-hmm. when Oprah started her show. At their, you know, yeah, we've yeah, all, yeah. not meme, but we've all <laughs> yep. seen those stats that we all, oh, those are feel good stats, but it's true. Yeah. It's true. Like my favorite authors, and I'm a huge reader, um, a lot of them didn't write their first book to like 38, 40, but they've written like 15 New York Times bestsellers. And I think I'm behind some days at 28. Yeah. And I'm going, this dude didn't even come on the map. I mean, listen, yeah. I don't know who you're, what your higher power is, but we don't even pick up on, listen, you may not believe in Jesus at all, and that's perfectly fine with me. But listen, he's still, we still talk about the guy, right? So mm-hmm. he did something right. Mm-hmm. He, you know, we don't pick up on him till he was 30. Yeah. Like we don't, his, his journey didn't even start until he was 30. We know he was a kid, a little carpenter, did some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. But we don't even pick up on him until he's 30 years old. You know what that makes me think? He was still trying to figure his shit out too. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, y'all, chill. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be all right. It's going to be all right. You just got to jump. You got to go figure out who you are. Hey, that's awesome, yeah, dude. That's me. Hey, give us a one plug for, for your business or one plug for any other thing. It doesn't have yeah. to be the restaurant. No, man, obviously... Um, I do want to connect. Uh, human connection, human interaction is, is my big thing. Just because I'm off of social media right now, you know, it's, it's a no for now, not forever. Yeah. Uh, and um, my Instagram is just Spence Sheldon. It's my S-P-E-N-C-E, last name Sheldon, S-H-E-L-D-O-N. Uh, you can follow our Donato's accounts, but listen, we're a pizza chain in Bowling Green, Kentucky, and obviously you can get a little bit of me, but your best bet is obviously my, my personal account is where I tend to do most of my writing and, and plug other podcasts that I've been on. Um, and so you can a little, as I build the brand, um, and then I have a nonprofit called Almost Home that we do. Um, Almost Home. Yeah, okay. it's called Almost Home. And, and, uh, What's that about? So, oh gosh, man, we can go down this for um, Almost Home, yeah, listen, yeah, I wanted, so back to who I am as an individual and wanting to do for others, um, I got tired of finances being the reason why I could not. And so I came up with a clothing company called Almost Home Clothing um, to where the proceeds go towards anybody and everybody that walks into my world that needs a helping hand. Wow. And so uh, I don't have to say no to anybody. And what's been so beautiful, that was why I did it. And what's been so beautiful is we've been an entity for about a 501c3 for about, gosh, seven months. And we have yet to say no to anyone, anybody. That's cool. Anybody. We've paid for rehabs. We've paid for housing for the homeless. Mm-hmm. We've bought sleeping bags for the homeless. We've paid for haircuts. We've, uh, we're, we're part of a recovery uh, yoga class right now and providing what? transportation uh, for people coming out of recovery. And so we people have asked, we've said yes every single time. Oh. And so Almost Home Clothing, that's on Instagram as well. Um, but other than that, y'all, listen, my cell phone number is 270-991-2322. I'm as available uh, as any man. I, uh, I up, think, dude. I think, uh, I, no, nah, man, listen, I'm here to help and I That's mean cool. that. And, and I, I practice what I preach. And if I can help you on your journey in any way, man, I'm all in. So. Dude, thank you so much, dude. dude. This is a good conversation. Yeah, we'll do it again. We'll do it yeah. again with some beers or something and, and, and make it happen. But I'm dude. all in. Oh man, this is good stuff. Good stuff. I like it. Guys, thank you all for listening. You guys know where to follow. So I'm going to add some more stuff at the end of this episode, but, oh man, this is a good episode. This is Spence Sheldon. So there you have it, an episode with Spence that I honestly didn't know what direction would be taken, but definitely knew it was going to be authentic and that I'd learn something. I'm a firm believer in the idea that when you find your fucking thing, it's not something you expect. It taps into a part of you that you can't simply make into words, but you can certainly try your best to do so as we did in this episode. Just like Spence alluded, you'll you'll have to be willing to do things you've never thought you'd do, or at least 
never thought you needed to do. And in his case, that meant humbling himself to find his happiness and then finding happiness and bringing happiness to other people. How pure is that? But then we talk about how we can get addicted to making others happy and making others feel good. And that's where we stress balance and doing things that recharge and maintain. And, and that means finding your quiet place. Look, I'm no expert on FYFT here or anything like that or motivation or whatever. I don't know the answers to why you aren't where you are in your life or the answer to the question why me. But I do know this. When you find whatever it is that you're looking for, hoping for, working for. When you find that which is bigger than you, what brings you joy and fulfillment, I promise you that you will look back on what you went through to get there and you will not be asking why me. You'll be asking why the hell not. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you have a story that you want to tell and that you want to share, please hit me up. We are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. Uh, Just reach out whenever we got you and we'd love to tell your story. All right. Take care.